Kyle and Brian have got a podcast and they also have day jobs. Well, welcome to the show when two boys watch Survivor and then two boys talk Survivor and then you listen to us talk Survivor and then you go on and say, what? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Boys Talk Survivor. My name is Kyle. Joining me on the podcast this episode, we have Brian. It's so nice for you to invite me onto my own podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) And we will be talking to From Australian Survivor Champions versus Contenders, the sixth member of the jury. Please welcome Fenella. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Fenella. How are you? Yes, I'm really well. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. That's okay. Thanks for having me. So normally I do the interviews on my own, but in the preseason podcast, Brian picked you as his spirit player. And so... <laughs> Hi, Fenella. It's Brian. I took the morning no off way. work so I could talk to you. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. We're doing a streamway. We are. Ah. <laughs> Just for you, Fenella. <laughs> oh, I am feeling very hashtag blessed about this. And Brian had a very important question he wanted to ask you first up. Oh, okay. Go for it. Did you get your suitcase open? Yes, I did. It took a couple Good. of hours, though. I, and do you know what? It's the code is actually the code to my bank card. And so I was right. like, I'll never forget that. And then I did. It was really stressful. Vanilla, uh, how was it for you watching like watching the show in general and especially that episode last night? Um, look, it was, it was great. I mean, I'm definitely... I I didn't have I think last night was perhaps the first time I had a strategy class. Right. You know, <laughs> to get that far, I'm obviously doing something. So that's that's all what you like. I'm everyone's going to be subjected to some form of edit. But mm-hmm. I I loved watching the show. I loved that you got to see that Sean and I had a lot of fun out there. I I enjoyed every single minute of it. Even when it was raining, I still look back on at that really fondly. Well, it always seems like you're cool, calm, collected when you're out there. Like that's that's how we perceived you. Is that pretty accurate, or were you ever nervous? Um, yeah, packing it all the time. But my, I'm known like in the real world. I get triggered so easily, and I just need to run away. So there was a lot of times where I said I needed to go to the toilet, but I did not. I just needed to go and kick some coconuts and get. Some anger out and then come back, cool, calm, and collected. Let's talk about last night's episode because we've got so many follow up questions after how those votes went down. <laughs> and I'm really interested to find out how it all went wrong. Yes, bloody grabby bum. <laughs> you have an alliance of four and you're against two. You plan a 2 2 split vote against them, and it seems like a foolproof plan. So, whose idea initially is it to orchestrate a 2 2 vote against Shane and Sean? I can't remember whose idea it was, but I mean, it was always kind of, we had that plan in play a couple of days prior. It was always kind of, let's just get to the final four and keep us strong because we've got the numbers on our side. It would kind of seem silly to flip now. So it, it just seemed like the logical way to move. But having said that, Sean and I were starting to pick up that Grubbs was definitely had his eyes on taking Shane to the end. He mm. was starting to look out for her way more than his own alliance. Um, we just thought we had one more vote in us before we had to turn on him. But right. ultimately, no. And he had the immunity necklace anyway. So it was it was a precarious position to be in. When you were trying to figure out the 2-2 split, was there much discussion around who would write down each name? Um, look, at first it was really kind of clean cut and simple. And I think Mon was the one that said she wanted to put Shane's name down. So then mm-hmm. um, Sean and I said that we'll do Sean. And then it was later on that Grubbs came and found Sean and I in the bushes and just said, 
he doesn't think there's going to be an idol in play and he doesn't think that we should split the vote. And, I mean, when you've got an idol in your back pocket and you're wearing the necklace, you can start to make these lavish kind of um, statements without a care in the world. Yeah. He also told Shane and Sean how we were voting, which killed me. Right. And so they had information and that's when they started to work on him and really plant the seeds that he should put Sean's name down. Okay. So how suspicious were you that... Shane or Sean might have an idol. Oh, 100%. Uh, you could just feel it in the air. Something different <laughs> changed. Sean was a different, just kind of acting differently around camp. And you just, you really have to start to hone in on people's behaviours. And mm-hmm. she started to just, just ring little alarm bells in my head that something else was going down. And yes, it was. She had an idol in her back pocket. <laughs> so... It sent me home. What was it that Sean was doing around camp? Because we couldn't figure out whether or not she was trying to make it a little convoluted last night or whether she was laying down to die. So what was she actually <laughs> like in those last couple of days? Um, the last, the, the day before we actually had that, um, that challenge, we just had a relaxing day. We got to sit around and just talk about family. So it was nice and you got to have a bit more of a relaxing day with the tribe. Um, but it, it ramped up very, very quickly the next day and you could just, the air was definitely shifting and you could feel something was just not right. And I just yeah. had like a really bad day. My day started behind Grub's bum. Like that is not the pole <laughs> position you want to be in. <laughs> that, that's very true. That's the point when it started going downhill for you, wasn't it? Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what conversations are Shane and Sean having with you during this time? Like they are scrambling. They've obviously got a plan. They know they're in the minority. Like what What are they trying to sell to you when they're talking to you? Uh, look, I think the only time they really tried to come up to us, I don't think Shane ever really came up to me. It was just mm-hmm. what was aired last night. It was just Sean kind of coming up to us, uh, Sean and I, and saying that she wants to vote for Brian. But... You know, she she just kept writing my name down and I I really wanted to work with her before merge and then she broke that trust and trust is so hard to regain out there. And from then on in, I just didn't didn't feel like we were ever going to be on the same page and just didn't feel like it was ever going to work out for us. Mm. And having said that, when you're out there, like it is... My type of gameplay was I didn't want to form massive relationships with every single person out there because that's when I'm going to become attached and it's going to become even harder to write someone's name down. So if you can just work on the relationships that you have already, sometimes it can just make your time easier. It can also be someone's downfall, but Mm. it's just just one angle to play. I mean, Benji seems to be someone that you were working with a lot of the time, sometimes not, but he was someone that you were happy to write his name down, it seemed, when that happened. Yeah, yes, definitely, because (laughs) I never trusted Ben. I think like on day three, I could just tell that something was a bit bit sneaky about old Benj. Um, and we never had strategy talks. Sean, early on in the day, Sean really worked with um, like working on the alliance with Benj and Rob, whereas I really worked on the alliance with Heath and Tegan. So, mm, yep. But then my, the side that I was working on dissipated very quickly. <laughs> so I just I never had a strategy chat with Benj really and he was never going to take me towards the end. So right. I just thought, get rid of him. Had you and Shawnee ever talked about what, either of you would do if the other one got voted out? No, we we always touched on the fact that we thought it would be ridiculous for us to be the final two together. It was we've got too much of a similar game. And but you know, it's 
it was kind of day by day out there. It's it's really hard when you do form such a close relationship with someone that you ultimately you're starting to look down the barrel of putting their name down, and it's just. I didn't know if I had that in me. I'm, I'm. Sean's great at like detaching herself. I'm sure that she would have put my name down. <laughs> right. Okay. It was definitely getting a little bit harder for me. I just started to really become attached to her, and that's that's exactly what I didn't want to do out there. But having said that, my game would have been nothing without Sean. So, no regrets. Yeah. And so, like, would you have sat next to Shawnee in the final two? Um. Look, we we would have been pleading quite the same case. The yeah. only thing that I had up my sleeve was that. Um, and when I went to that tribal and I was still a contender and I got to watch the champions, I could really tell that Brian was on the outer and just forward thinking towards merge. I really wanted to start workshopping this idea of giving him a nickname and really massaging him to become my ally and my friend and ultimately another number for Sean and I, which, which worked. And I never told Sean exactly why I was calling him grubby. I just think I told him that... I was he, he was a grub to me, but it was just it's a really subtle move, but it was just one that actually did get me um quite far in the game. I think your social game is has been very under edited. I think you and Shawnee have done an incredible job of uh, like weaving your way in between these champions who are combusting. <laughs> did you plan to go Brian, Monica, Shawnee, final four? That would have been wonderful. I mm-hmm. I did want to sit next to Grubby, 100%. You could really yeah. start to feel the disdain coming from the jury. Yeah. And I know it's all about moves, but you could – It's this game's a different one. It's also about, like, loyalty, and he had crossed a lot of people over there, and you could feel that he potentially – wouldn't get as many votes as you would. So I did have my sights set on taking old grubs to the end, but mm-hmm. unfortunately he did not want to take me. Yeah. And in the uh, Jury Villa video, the boys talk about, or you say that the boys said that they would vote for you in a final two. Uh, was that like in a certain combination or in any combination with who was left? Well, God, I was watching that and I was like, God, I don't really remember that conversation. <laughs> so, I don't, I think maybe, I guess they were probably being nice to me. I can't even remember who said that. I think it's yeah. probably pipe dreams, but it, I, I, I honestly don't remember. I'll have to ask them because I was sitting back with my husband going, gosh, I can't remember who said that. You're just but making that loss. I couldn't remember my um, suitcase code, right, so right. it's no surprise. You're just making that loss more palatable for your husband. <laughs> exactly. I lost, but I did really well. Yeah, yeah. We, we could have had it, but we don't. I mean, it could have been further delusional if you'd called him to be like, babe, I won. Yeah. <laughs> Good news. Pack your bag. <laughs> It's going holiday. And hypothetically, if we were packing a bag, what would we make that combination yes. lock? <laughs> you know, I've forgotten it again. And it's like, it's, I thought muscle memory would come back. So I was using someone's phone to try and remember it. And nope, yep. nothing was coming. It was really stressful. Uh, Fenella, why do you think the champions always targeted you over Shawnee? Um, why were the votes never going her way? They, Shane and Sean definitely picked up what I was doing with Grab. Right, yep. They started to see that my game was quite subtle, but there were quite a few moves that perhaps I could have said at the end. But other than that, I don't know. I mean, I I had a bit of a bad belly for a while there, so I wasn't mm-hmm. really that strong in challenges. Um, but also, once your name is out there, it's, mm. it's out there, and it is so easy to keep writing someone's name <laughs> rather than try and formulate mm. another reason to vote someone else out. So it also becomes 
easy to just right. put, put the same person's name down. People have already agreed to it once, so it's like, should we try this again? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if this plan goes ahead and Sean's voted out, what would you have done next? Oh, my God, good question. First, I would have gone back and just thought, hell yes, I'm one there <laughs> further. Yep. Um, I really did want Shane and Sean gone. I really did think that I had a good chance of making it if it was Monica, Brian and myself. I really thought that I could make at least last with Brian on that final challenge because I saw him on the poll at the when we first merged. I really got a sense that if it's going to be something like that, he's right. too tall and he's yeah. too big. So I just thought that I would have had the upper hand on those two. But like having said that, I wasn't performing very well in the challenges leading up to my demise. So <laughs> you never know. Well, it, d- it definitely becomes harder out there, doesn't it? Yeah, hell yeah. I was so hungry. And that last one looked pretty brutal when you guys were dropping <laughs> off into the mud. It looked really dangerous. Oh my God, it was so dangerous. <laughs> I was so sweaty and... Spoiler alert, they do allow me to have sunscreen and I okay, had good. a shit ton on that day. And <laughs> when you're upside down with a lot of sunscreen on, it is quite hard to hold on to that pole. So I guess we've kind of like skipped past the most important part and it is like how this vote really goes wrong. You were saying in Jury Villa that the communication broke down before tribal and there, was, there wasn't enough time. Just... <laughs> How did it go so badly? Oh, I don't know. Just before we were going to go to tribal, that's when Brian found Sean and I and started to throw out that he wanted to change the plan. And I just thought, oh, God, this is this is very, very bad. Mm. Just when people start to panic and rethink and overthink and then in turn not think. But, I mean, at, at the end of the day, he actually was thinking. It's just that he, he had a different plan to his alliance. He just wanted to keep Shane strong and I think he really wanted all the votes put on Sean mm, so yeah. should an idol come out it was definitely going to be me yeah. did you and Shawnee ever consider preempting Brian kind of flipping his vote and you know ruining the split and then you guys trying to like balance out him making it go back to a 2-2 split I don't know if a that makes sense yeah so if he's like dead set he doesn't want to put down Shane and he he's compelled to write Sean can you counter that by going, well, I'm meant to write Sean, but I'll put Shane so we bring it back to 2-2? Yes, definitely. And I think one of the last things Sean and I said to one another before we got into Tribal was, like, who, who do we put? And it's just, you, you don't know. Like, you, you're in the moment and you you want to believe that what you're about to do is right. I mean, yep. like, what the plan that we had in place was foolproof. But obviously it wasn't, but it just felt like it was the more logical place yeah. to just stick with a 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. And we, we knew that, I knew that something could possibly go wrong, but you can't really, you can't preempt everything, especially when you're hmm. bloody exhausted and just hungry. And I mean, look, Sean went to look for an idol and I went to eat sneaky pawpaws, so <laughs> we can all see how my thought process was going out there. <laughs> well, you were just... <laughs> I regret nothing. No, it was, it was a blast to watch you on the show. I loved all your banter with JLP. Uh, I'm really glad that you were out there. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, that was fun. You did me proud as a spirit player. You did way better than I ever would, so <laughs> thank you for that. Thanks, guys. And exciting news. I don't know if we'd get a, a chance to meet you, but we'll be over in Sydney for the finale. Oh, really? Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, so if there is an opportunity to meet you, obviously we would love to do oh, that. Oh, yeah, I oh, know you'll have to come meet me. Come grab me. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> well, we, we'll let you go so you can do your other interviews for the day, but awesome to chat with you, Fenella. Thanks so much, guys. Lovely to chat. Right. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Toodles. 
All right, that was Fenella from Australian Survivor Champions versus Contenders. Uh, really excited that you could join me on this one, Brian. Yeah, what a treat. <laughs> <laughs> you did say, like, whenever Shawnee or Fenella gets voted out, you want to be able to join me for yeah. the interview. So I'm glad that you were able to do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've, I worked out a long time ago that the Anita Fenella Shawnee Alliance is the all girls alliance that <laughs> I could only hope would adopt me <laughs> and protect me out there. So. Uh, so we've got more Survivor on tonight. We'll have a recap for that. And then another exit interview tomorrow. So we'll see you all then. Bye. Okay, bye. Oh my God, guys, we're doing a three-way. 